Hello, and welcome to Grand Stories, a podcast featuring interviews with grandparent caregivers, human service providers, and school personnel from the northwest corner of Pennsylvania. Grand Stories is broadcast from the Union City Family Support Center in the town of Union City, PA. Thanks for listening. As always, feel free to send us a Facebook message with ideas or questions for future episodes of Grand Stories. Please like our Facebook page called Grand Stories. I'll spell that for you. G-R-A-N-D-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. All one word. You can also use the email address apatrone at ucasd.org. That's A-P-I-T-R-O-N-E at ucasd.org. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page, also called Grand Stories. Hi, I'm Andy Patrone, and I want to personally thank you for joining the Grand Stories podcast today. As this is the first episode of Grand Stories, I suspect, and, and I hope, this episode will be the only one in which you'll hear my voice doing most of the talking. Future episodes will include human service providers, school personnel, and most importantly, grandparent caregivers who want to tell their stories. For our purposes, we'll define grandparent caregivers as those folks who've decided to seek guardianship of their school-age grandchildren. Naturally, this type of change in one's life wouldn't occur without some sort of preceding factor or factors. Several years ago, a team of researchers named Oliver Edwards and Nicholas Benson coined the term the eight D's of grandparent caregiving to describe the various family contexts that typically lead to a grandparent's decision to gain full or part-time guardianship of a grandchild. So you're probably wondering what the eight D's of grandparent caregiving are, right? Well, they are drugs, divorce, disease, detention, deployment, desertion, delivery, and death. Since then, an additional factor has been added to make nine, and that is departure. Thus, we have the nine Ds of grandparent caregiving. If you're a teacher like I am, a school counselor, policymaker, interested in health and wellness, or in fact, one of our newest American superheroes, an actual grandparent caregiver. It's my hope you'll enjoy this podcast called Grand Stories. Recently, three House bills were passed here in Pennsylvania. The bipartisan bills were introduced by Democrat Eddie Day Pashinsky of Luzerne County and Republican Kathy Watson of Bucks County. I'd like to share some comments Representative Pashinsky said about grandparent caregiving back in April. Today's a great day. We passed a package of bills. Uh, the first one is emergency guardianship. It gives grandparents raising grandchildren the authority to take care of those children appropriately with local parentis. Second bill is 2133. It's a kinship navigator bill, one-stop shop where the grandparents can call that 
navigator and they can help them proceed through the entire process of taking care of their children. And the third is House Resolution 390, which is uh, the Joint uh, Government Committee is going to put together a study and they're going to analyze what's transpiring in Pennsylvania so we can get exact statistics on exactly how many grandparents raising how many children. From a political standpoint, the focus on grand families is a slam dunk. Bipartisanship makes for a feel-good story, right? Personally, I'm pleased with Representatives Pashinsky and Watson's desire to study grandparent caregiving here in Pennsylvania. They'll look for factors preceding grandparent caregiving in PA. Remember the nine Ds of grandparent caregiving? Divorce, desertion, detention, deployment, departure, delivery, death, disease, and drugs were found to be the leading reasons grandparents make the critical decision to become grandparent caregivers. We've got parallel phenomena happening in the Keystone State right now. The opioid epidemic and this new attention to grandfamilies. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf went so far as to connect grandparent caregiving rates to the opioid crisis when he said with more and more grandparents stepping up to take care for their grandchildren an outcome of the devastating opioid crisis it's imperative that we make sure they have our full support as caregivers and legal guardians of children our most innocent bystanders to this awful epidemic these bills do that, and I'm pleased with the support they have received in the House. I thank Representatives Watson and Pashinsky for their sponsorship and the entire House for passing these today. So once again, that was the response given by Governor Tom Wolf uh, at the passage of the three House bills supporting grandparent caregiving in Pennsylvania. In future episodes, we'll listen to grandparent caregivers whose families have been affected by addiction. And that's the purpose of this new podcast, devoted to grandfamilies, the actual, real, lived narratives of the grandparent caregivers themselves. You know, data is important when studying phenomena like this. For example, it's estimated 82,000 grandparent caregivers take care of approximately 89,000 children here in Pennsylvania. However, it's extremely difficult to get truly accurate numbers because some grandparent caregiver situations are done informally without the involvement of the courts. School districts, like the one in which I teach, try their best to learn about any instance of alternative caregiving. However, not all grandfamilies are as open about their new context, and we'll talk about the reasons for their reluctance in later episodes. If you'd like to know more about how federal policy has reacted to grandfamilies, check out the Supporting Grandparents Raising Grandchildren Act. Once again, that's called the Supporting Grandparents Raising Grandchildren Act, which Democratic Senator Bob Casey of Pennsylvania endorsed. 
the bill was signed into law the first week of July 2018 and will create a nationwide task force to study grandparent caregiving. The well-known nonprofit advocacy group, AARP, supports this bill, as do more than a dozen other senators. I'm sure most of our listeners can reflect on time spent with our grandparents, right? Would you do me a favor and think about those moments with me, please? Maybe close your eyes and take a few deep, intentional breaths. All right, I want you to use your sensory recall and imagine walking into your grandparents' home. Maybe it was an apartment in the city. Was their home out in the country? Okay, now what do you see, smell, feel? Take some time to yourselves. So whenever I try and mentally go back to my grandma's house, I can smell spaghetti sauce on the stovetop. I see that familial gaze, soon to be met by mine and followed with a warm hug. You know, one of my nephews recently told me this about visiting my parents' house. He said, as soon as I see that red carpet, I know I'm at Pop and Graham's and I just want to roll around on the floor. He told me this with the biggest smile and brightest eyes he could muster. Going to the grandparents might have provided a temporary respite for our parents, or it could have been an important part of our family's culture. You know, like Sunday spaghetti and meatballs. Can you imagine a much younger version of yourself? Riding in the car with your folks, the sounds of the city quieting into that familiar music provided by chirping birds or wind moving through the welcoming arms of the trees. Maybe your trip to Papa and Graham's house took you into the hustle and bustle of the city. For many of us, these were trips, short visits, long enough for our grandparents to get their kid fill before we returned home. How many of us thought of our grandparents as personal heroes? I'm certain my parents enjoyed leaving me for a bit so they could have time to do whatever it was they needed to do. Maybe work around the house or just have some quiet time to themselves. Did my grandparents act heroically in the eyes of my parents? I'm sure they did. Next, I'll discuss an emerging group of grandparents. In a little more detail, these grandparent caregivers that have become modern-day superheroes within their families and our schools, churches, neighborhoods, and communities. Today's grandparent caregivers have met challenges, often traumatic family events. They've had to find ways to gradually move away from the doting grandparent role or even great-grandparent roles that they probably love so much. The transition to authority figure, homework helper, family shuttle, and classroom mom is often terribly taxing on the caregivers. However, the practice of reparenting can rejuvenate this unique group of caregivers. 
For example, studies have shown gains in cognitive abilities among grandparent caregivers. Word recall being an area of growth that comes to mind. Let's think about those nine family contexts that intermingled at some point and created a critical family need that a grandparent fulfilled. Think about just one of the nine Ds of grandparent caregiving. How about divorce? We know lots of marriages that end in divorce, right? Most probably culminated in some sort of shared custody. Okay, now let's add another one of the nine Ds to the mix. So let's say one of the people getting divorced has an addiction and recovery seems so far out of the immediate realm of possibility, the very context of the family has become one of hopelessness. Many, many single parents do wonderful jobs raising exceptional children, but not all are so well adjusted. So perhaps that single parent gets sick. Now we have another of the nine Ds of grandparent caregiving, that is disease. Often, the grandparents are the absolute best choice for kinship care, and they take on the children. Well, should the ill parent not recover, unfortunately, we've got the fourth D in the equation. So, divorce, drugs, disease, and sadly, death are realities that can lead to grandparent caregiving in our cities, suburbs, and towns. In the next episode of Grand Stories, you'll hear far less of my voice and more from our studio guests, Kim Beers and Vince DiStefano of the Erie County Kinship Care Consortium. Until then, thanks for listening to the first episode of Grand Stories, the podcast that will reveal the lived experiences of rural grandparent caregivers here in Western Pennsylvania. As always, feel free to send us a Facebook message with ideas or questions for future episodes of Grand Stories. Please like our Facebook page, Grand Stories. Once again, I'll spell that for you. G-R-A-N-D-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. It's all one word. You can also use the email address apatrone at ucasd.org. I'll spell that for you also. A-P-I-T-R-O-N-E at U-C-A-S-D dot O-R-G. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page, also called Grand Stories.